How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. There's a high fly ball from KMOX Sports. That's it deep to left field, and it's a gutter. Big fly, Nolan Arenado. There's a moment for you. Welcome to the Meyer Jensen Sports on a Sunday morning. Oh, and driving jam time. Meyer Jensen, a personal injury law firm, because sometimes the gloves have to come off. MeyerJensen.com. Comeback pattern caught. Touchdown, Kansas City. Now, sports on a Sunday morning on America's Sports Voice, KMOX. We are back, sports. What a beautiful day, sports on a Sunday morning on KMOX. Looking out the window here at KMOX, it's a blue sky. We're going to get, what, 60 degrees, you said, Brian, something like that? That is what they're saying, 62. That's that's fantastic. Well, I believe them always, the AccuWeather (laughs) office. They know exactly what they're talking about. And it is going to be a beautiful day, great day to roll down the windows and listen to KMOX radio, sports on a Sunday morning. The only thing we're missing is baseball. Katie Wu of The Athletic will be with us at 11.05 next hour to talk about one of our favorite sports. Another one is hockey and the blues. We're in the middle of hockey season. They're playing some hockey, man. I mean, they lost to Montreal and it was very disappointing, but I don't want to sit there and dwell on one loss and neither do they. And they came back and got the job done. That was very impressive last night. BK six to three over the Toronto Maple Leafs. Yeah. The game against Montreal, the Canadians had been playing better under Martin St. Louis and you knew they were going to win soon. And the Blues kind of came out after their win over Ottawa and thought, oh, we're playing pretty well. We'll get this one in the bag. And they never really got going. And I don't know if it was a lack of crowd or if it was it was one of those mental games where they just didn't show up mentally and, and it got away from them. Uh, last night was the response game that we've seen from them all season long. They came out. They played a good team very, very well. It's a tight, tight game. Felt to me watching at home like it was a almost like a playoff game. And when you have that much talent on Toronto, you're nervous the whole time. But then in the third period, they came right out, and they, they got it done. They played their best hockey in the third, and it paid off for them. So a, a very strong performance last night. Really good. I mean, only Toronto's 13th loss of the year. Mm-hmm. How good is Toronto? They're better than the Blues record-wise. Uh, they have 67 points to the Blues, 64. The Blues suddenly in second place in the Central. So even with that loss to Montreal, remember, they get a point for that because it was in overtime. So 3-0-1 in their last four. And they are playing better. I mean, you got to toss that game out of your mind. If you're a fan, too, I think you got to just get rid of it. Yeah. It, it. These things happen. It's unfortunate. It was a terrible loss. I sat there and just stared at the TV that night. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. so I thought this team was, was right. going to be good. Like, what the heck is going on here? But, you know, they have a, a goaltender that I think uh, should be their starter in Billy Huso. Mm-hmm. I think Jordan it's Bennington's be. going to be right back in there at some point. Yeah. But remember, Billy Huso was supposed to be the guy after Jake Allen, and Bennington came out of nowhere and won the Stanley Cup. 
So he knows as well as anybody that you ride the hot hand. So they play well in front of who? So he made some big saves in the third yes, period he to, did. to keep that game close. Yes. And let's remember, Colorado yesterday played at Buffalo. You're thinking that should be a 6-1 Colorado win. Well, mm-hmm. they were tied at three late in the third period and got the benefit of a missed call to score the lead goal and then got an empty netter. So they faced the same situation the Blues did in Montreal, a much better team playing a lesser team, but struggling to get the, you know, the Blues got the point, the Colorado Avalanche got the win, but it was the same type of situation. One of the things I want to mention about last night's game that was just a great play was Robbie Fabry on the pass off the blocker to Buchnevich. And if you watch the replay, you can see where Fabry comes across the blue line and he looks over at Buchnevich. And I think he's thinking, you know, the only way I'm going to get the puck to, to him is by banking it off the goaltender. And he put it right on the blocker, and the rebound came right out to Buchnevich, and he was able to put it in. Just a brilliant play by Jordan Cairo. Yeah, this is a great point. Jordan Cairo has become a star. Yes. He, he just is. He, he's a star in this league. He changes the entire team. I think he changes the way that people look at the Blues. You know, the Blues were supposed to be this big, bruising team. Not very fast. Cairo is now, well, fastest skater in the league, according to the yes. All-Star Skills Competition, although there are some great ones out there, obviously. But this is a guy who has changed the look of the team and I think changed maybe the way teams are going to play them moving forward. He and Robert Thomas with his speed and skill. So you've got the... Uh, the... Thank goodness Robert Thomas is getting more minutes. Yes. I mean, it is, it's time for that. Yeah. And and he's, he's a star too. Yes. They've both come along different routes, but they've both come to this point where they're both really, really good young players. Speed and skill to go along with that heavier team that we were talking about. Uh, the Buchnevich uh, acquisition, James O'Sullivan, our producer here, was saying earlier that may be one of Armstrong's better, best trades. And definitely, I mean, you know, Sammy Blay's hurt, but Sammy Blay was never going to be as good as, as Pavel Buchnevich. And it was a salary cap situation for the Rangers. Armstrong swoops in, takes advantage of it, and uh, he has been a tremendous addition. Buchnevich on a line with Thomas and Kyra yesterday with Vladdy out. Tarasenko dealing with an undisclosed injury. Hopefully it's nothing too bad, and they can get 91 back in there in the meantime. Mm-hmm. That's a strong line right there. Yes. You're right about Armstrong. I mean, he he makes the savvy moves. He can also make a big splash if he has to. I think he has to. I, I think if the Blues want to be a real Stanley Cup contender. I mean, right now, could they win it with this team? They probably could make a run if things go their way like they did in 2019. That team got super hot. That team was really good, though. I mean, that team had one thing that this team doesn't have. They had some defensemen that could dominate. Yes. Alex Petrangelo, Jay Bomeister, and even Carl Gunnarsson at times could could use a reach, even though he wasn't a big guy. He had a, he just it was a good, smart player. You know, we, they had a big one in Joel Edmondson who could yes. just blast you. They need another defenseman, or maybe two. But if you're the Blues, do you go all in and go after a Chikrin who has a very friendly contract Star-wise, and he's a star, mm-hmm. do you go there and get that done with Arizona? I would certainly try. And Doug Armstrong has found a way a lot of times where you don't think we have the assets to give to make it work. He has found a way to make it work. But you you definitely have to look into that and see, you know, the question always is going to be, what do you give up? And, you know, you don't you can't give up any of those key cogs we've been talking about. So what are you going to have to give up? Prospects. Prospects, exactly. Neighbors. Yeah. Maybe Prunovich, Prunovich, who I really like. I love prospects. I always have loved prospects. You know this. I cover the Cardinals, too, and 
we talk about their prospects like they're superstars. Right. But if you have a chance to get a game changer, mm-hmm. I think you do it. You're in a position now where you, you are that close to winning it, and that's why you're in the business. So let's go out and let's try to win it right now and you know, not give up too much future, but give up a little bit of uh, you know those prospects. They have potential because they haven't done it yet. So you can give those up and get somebody like a Chikrin who is going to really add a lot to your team. Uh, yes. I got to tell you, I get excited just thinking about playoff hockey. And maybe it's because baseball is on hold right now and I need something – St. Louis to to help me here, but there is nothing better than playoff hockey. If you really think about when the Blues were on that run, what that was like for you Mm -hmm. as a fan, every other night there was a playoff game, which meant every day there was chatter, there was excitement, there was anticipation. For you know those of us that enjoy a nice beverage, there was a lot of that going on and probably wore us all out too. <laughs> uh, but it was fun. Oh, yeah. And you think about what a run that was. and we're we're still kind of exhausted from that whole thing. And I want to mm-hmm. do it again. I and, do and too. I, I really do, and I think it'll it'll lift the city in, in a post pandemic. we're not out of the pandemic, but we're we're starting to feel like maybe we can, ease up some things and, and mm-hmm. have fun again and get mm-hmm. back together as close in close quarters. Let's do that. I, I think the blues need to do that. I, I think that the, they can do that. I think they have the ability to do that. And I, you look at this, I'm not afraid of Colorado. They're really good. Boy, they are really good. But if you can bulk up your defense and maybe add one more playoff savvy veteran to this roster, now, I mentioned it this morning about Bozak. I love the fact that he was back in there playing. Yeah. You know, he's been a healthy scratch for a yeah. little while. I liked seeing him out there. Another Bozak type, because Bozak's probably about to call it here. Mm-hmm. This would be such a strong team in the playoffs. And at Colorado in a series, let's go. Yeah. I mean, last year was different. That that team was just a dominant team. There was they had no match. Cairo is a is a much different player than he was a year ago. Yeah. You know, there's no more questioning now whether Kyrie can handle the NHL. He can handle it. Uh, this is a really good hockey team that I think could be great. And the key last year in the playoffs was the way Colorado got in front of our net and we did not clear the crease. And a lot of the goals they scored, Bennington never saw. Uh, and that's going to be a key this year. The defense, if they meet Colorado in the playoffs, they have to, if they clear the crease, that'll change the game and that'll give the blues a chance. And I think the blues this year are going to come in. Hopefully they'll be playing well as the season winds down. They'll come in with that confidence and they'll know what they're facing in Colorado. Colorado is a really, really good team. The question is, can their goaltending hold up and we'll see if they make a move. And if not, then I think you definitely, that that's another, that that's a little chink in their armor that you might be able to take advantage of. And I'm going with Huso, but Bennington yeah. would be the best backup in the league, probably. Well, one of them. Uh, there are some good ones out there, but Jordan will be fine. This, this team is, I could talk for two hours with you about the Blues, <laughs> so I, I do have other things I want to do. But I just, I just want to say that this hockey team, there are some holes. And look, I don't want to pick on people, but I, I'll, I'll just say Colton Pareko could be one of the great defensemen. I'm still waiting to see that full package from mm-hmm. him. He could use some help. Mm-hmm. I mean, a, a great defenseman to come in and take a little bit off his shoulders. He's so skilled. He's yes. so good, but I'd love to see another one. Yeah. He was so good a couple of years ago. He hasn't gotten back to that level of the way he played two years ago. Yeah. I mean, it's, it, it has a chance to be great. Now. 
We will hear from some of the Blues in the room coming up here after the break, BK. Appreciate it very much. We will get to the Billikens as well. That was a tough one yesterday. Jeez. Uh, Travis Ford will be with us live. Good for him. I mean, he'll step up and go on the radio today at 1030 and explain what the heck's going on. When they're draining everything and you can't make a shot, and you're on the road in the A-10. Talk about tossing a, it aside. Uh, yeah. you got to turn the to. page on that one. So yes. we'll, we'll hear Travis Ford at the bottom of the hour. 1045, Chris Blair, General Manager of Worldwide Technology Raceway, has a big smile on his face today because it's Daytona 500 Day. 1.30 is when the Daytona 500 gets started. Our NASCAR race in St. Louis is less than four months away. It is on June 5th. It is approaching fast. He will give us the very latest on how you can be part of that party. Those tickets are flying right now. And we'll hear about the NASCAR race at Worldwide Technology Raceway. That's at 1045. Katie Wu covers the Cardinals for the Athletic. But she doesn't have a team to cover right now. She does have some time to come on the radio and talk about this lockout. We are officially in a lockout. No games in spring training until at least the second week of March. So March 5th is basically the date that they threw out there right now. Everything Mm -hmm. is canceled up until then. Katie will be with us at 11.05. We'll ask you for your thoughts on the Cardinals. We'll talk about Centene Stadium. A lot of things happen. MLS team has a a new name for their stadium. We'll hear about that. We'll go into college basketball as Illinois dropped a huge win up at Michigan State. They pick up a big win in East Lansing. We'll hear about the Illini and all of college basketball. And then we'll circle right back to college hoops at 11.45. Jeff Jackson, the commissioner of the Missouri Valley Conference will be joining us from courtside at the Missouri State Northern Iowa game, which tips at one huge game in the Valley. All of that, 10 to 12 sports on a Sunday morning. The NBA All-Star game is today. The all-time NBA team. I'm going to try to come up with a top with a starting five all-time in the NBA. That's a tough task. I know I'll have arguments forever on that one. It's 1018 sports on a Sunday morning from the Stiefel Sports Studio. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. 
Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. There's a high fly ball. Welcome back to the Meyer Jensen Sports on a Sunday morning. And it's a gutter. Big fly, Nolan Arenado. Meyer Jensen, a personal injury law firm because sometimes the gloves have to come off. MeyerJensen.com. And the Billikens win this one. Touchdown, Kansas City. On America's Sports Voice, KMOX. James, I think before we get to the Blues, I think it's dangerous for me to do this, but I, I wanted. I want to do a starting five all time in the NBA with the 75th anniversary team to be announced today. That is not an easy thing, but they're going to announce a whole bunch of them. So, but I'm talking about a starting five all time. How do you possibly start there? I think I have one and you know, there's a lot of, I'll get to that in just a little bit, but there, there's a lot of variations you could use. I'm going one, two, three, four, and five. So point guard, shooting guard, small forward, power forward, center, the classic lineup. So we'll get to that a little bit later on sports on a Sunday morning. Let's circle back to hockey. The blues beat the Toronto Maple Leafs by a final of six to three. And after the game asked about the influx of offense, here's captain Ryan O'Reilly. Um, you know, I thought we did, you know, I think, um, you know, we did a good job at kind of Skating and forechecking well. When we did that, we got the puck back and possessed and had some good looks. Um, yeah, it was nice to, you know, scoring six goals is always good, especially against, you know, that team is very good. And, you know, I think only giving up three is good against them. It's uh, it's always a tough challenge. But, um, yeah, we skated away. Some guys made some big plays for us. And, um, yeah, it's nice to score. You guys are a proud team. You have to be happy with the response after the Montreal game. Huh? <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. You know, we were disappointed with that, uh, you know, that effort in Montreal wasn't, uh, you know, a complete game. And, you know, I thought we were, we were more engaged today. Um, we were more physical at times. Uh, you know, we had good numbers. It was just a more complete game. And, you know, we stayed resilient. You know, with our third period was much better. We put the puck in better areas and, and you know, hunted a lot better. But, um, yeah, it was a good response. I think we've done a great job this year at, you know, that those letdown games, um, responding the right way, coming back and, you know, finding our game. Ryan, in between that second and third period, I mean, you had had a goal from each of your three lines going into it. As you guys as a line, did you guys say anything to each other? Like, hey, it, you know, it's our turn now to step up and uh, do something offensively with the game on the line. Yeah, absolutely. I think, um, you know, we started the game. We weren't really generating a lot, um, you know, as a line. Um, you know, we were, we were working hard and we just weren't really possessing the puck like we wanted to, but, um, you know, we knew to kind of stick with it and knew that we'd generate more as the game went on and kind of in between the second or the second and third there, we just kind of, you know, we, you know, looked at each other and knew it was kind of time to, to step up and, and, you know, I thought we did a great job. We came out and we hunted, we got on them and, uh, some big plays there that, uh, obviously changed the game. Hey, Ryan, can you describe Billy Huso's performance tonight and, and how much he's helped you guys lately? Yeah, he's been outstanding for us. You see tonight, um, you know, again, when we had those breakdowns, um, you know, just some huge stops that, uh, you know, really, you know, that could have changed the game for us. But, you know, he's so solid in there, calm and moving so well. Um, you know, he's got great confidence. It's, it's, it's nice to see. He was a big part of that win tonight. Gave us, uh, you know, a real good chance to win. Ryan, this predates you, but you guys have an amazing record here over like the last uh, 
20 years, something like 14, one and one. Any, any thoughts on the recent success? Of course, you haven't been here for a couple of years. Um, yeah, obviously I haven't been with the blues too long, but, uh, yeah. Um, I don't think, um, you know, whether it's we've got a lot of Ontario boys playing at home, maybe, uh, I don't know. It's just, uh, you know, we, you know, we think we're focused. We come with a good mindset. We know we have to play hard against, um, you know, I think over the last few years I've been here, it's a very skilled hockey team. And um, I think when you're committed to the defensive side, you know, as a group, it makes for us to, to play well and have a good chance to win the game. And I think, um, you know, we know that going in and we're prepared and we've uh, did a good job of finding ways to win. That is Blues captain Ryan O'Reilly after a 6-3 win over the Toronto Maple Leafs. The Blues have played well in Toronto, and when you play in Toronto, you have the eyes of the hockey world on you, especially on a Saturday night, a hockey night in Canada, and so many people in that country paying attention, and the Blues definitely have their attention. The Blues are the second-place team in the Central Division. They have 64 points. They're 12 points behind Colorado, but Colorado is leading the entire league right now with 76. They're 36-9-4. Blues check in with a record of 29-14-6. One point better than Minnesota, four points better than Nashville now, and the second-best record in all of the Western Conference uh, because Calgary has 64 points. They won late last night against Seattle, so they are tied with the Blues at 64. They lead the Pacific Blues second in the Central. The Billikens have fallen to fifth in the Atlantic 10. They dropped one yesterday to Davidson. We'll check in live with Billikens coach Travis Ford. He joins us next. Sports on a Sunday morning from the Stiefel Sports Studio on KMOX. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places well working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like t-mobile we have america's largest 5g network so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files to the coffee shop we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. 
Medela, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. There's a high fly ball. Welcome back to the Meyer Jensen Sports on a Sunday morning. And it's a gutter. Big fly, Nolan Arenado. Meyer Jensen, a personal injury law firm, because sometimes the gloves have to come off. MeyerJensen.com. And the Billikens win this one. Touchdown, Kansas City. On America's Sports Voice, KMOX. Sports on a Sunday morning, our Billiken Report, sponsored by Royal Banks of Missouri, every Sunday at 1030, and we are pleased to be joined by Coach Travis Ford. We always appreciate and value your time, Coach. Thank you for being with us. No, thanks for having me, Tom. Appreciate it. Absolutely. I, I would be willing to guess that after losing 79-58, all you have to do is look at the start of the game to know that you weren't pleased with what you saw, that that Davidson team came out and they played extremely well right out of the gate, didn't they? Uh, They did. They did. It was, uh, you know, we kind of ran into a uh, really um, hyper-focused team, not that we shouldn't have been, but they had one of their better players that was out that uh, had just gotten hurt the day before that we didn't even know about. And sometimes when a player a good player gets hurt your team kind of rallies around each other and they uh they really get focused in and uh they're playing on a lot of adrenaline to try to make up for that uh and you got to give them credit we weren't very good but uh their starters made i think 13 out of 18 threes and uh nine threes in the first 12 minutes of the game and so that's an incredible shooting performance and a terrible defensive performance uh by us um uh, you know, and in the first, not only were they making threes, in the first uh, 10, 10 minutes of the game, we missed eight shots within two feet or closer of the basket. So pretty bad combination for us, giving up threes, and uh, and then we're coming back down and missing layups. So just not a good good performance by us. We'll, you know, we'll give them all the credit. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it was a tough afternoon. Yeah, and if you look inside your team, how do you handle that as an as a team? Not only your role as a coach, but also as players to pick each other up. Look, when you lose on the road, it's hard. When teams are draining shots on you, it's extra hard. And this is big time college basketball. You guys would know as well as anybody how to rally when you have players injured. You've been going through it, but you also have to be able to pick yourselves up. I'm sure that's a challenge for you moving forward as a team. Just get yourself not feeling down about yourselves. Well, it's it's late February. You don't have time to sit around and feel sorry for yourself. I mean, even if you'd go on one by twenty, you can't get too high, can't get too low. You got to be, you know, you got to learn from every opportunity you can, win or lose, and then you got to move on. Every, especially the way our schedule is set up right now, where we have a game every two days. Uh, it seems like uh, we don't, you know, we're not practicing very often at this point, so we don't have any time. It's all mental preparation. So we don't have time to sit around and feel sorry for ourselves. You know, I've gone back, watched the game a couple times since last night. And, you know, sometimes you can yeah, – we were bad. We weren't very good. We, we, we started pressing a little bit when, when they started making all the threes. And it can be very deflating. I've been a part of a lot of teams. When teams are shooting like that, shoulders start to go down, chins start to go down. It's very deflating. And, 
we didn't respond with the uh, maturity and character that we needed to, but give them credit. Watching the tape, they I think they end up making 14, 15 threes on us. I'd say 11 of them or so, we were right there. I mean, they, you know, probably five or six of them were from 30 feet on out. Give them credit. It's one of those games, sometimes you just got to say, hey, team was better than us that day. There are things we could have done better. But, guys, we got to move on. Yeah, I mean, they're 22-4 and four, you know, they, for a reason. They, they have some players they can shoot, and they just had one of those great days against you. But they, back to your team and what you can do defensively is one thing, and the other is responding on offense. Just in general, how is your offense flowing from, from your standpoint? What do you see? Not good. Uh, not good. Start yesterday. Not good at all. Uh, and that's been the challenge. You go back to the game before that against LaSalle, I thought, you know, we scored 90 points uh, here at home. Um, and I thought we shared the ball. I thought it was uh, very well balanced. Uh, we moved it. Um, again, like I said, we, you know, when they started making all these threes, I think we started trying to come back and get it back very quickly. We had too many possessions of just one one pass, two pass, or sometimes no passes. Guys trying to get it all back by themselves. It just wasn't a very good team performance offensively at all. And that that was probably a bigger problem than even the threes to an extent, uh, just because we were really struggling to score. They did a they did an incredible job, and I, I gave them credit I, uh, of guarding Yuri Collins. They did a great job of neutralizing him. So, but there's still other four players on our on our team. There's still four of the players on the court that gotta help him relieve some of the pressure by moving, cutting, screening, and not just standing. And uh, against Lasalle, we were cutting, we were moving. Uh, you know, I thought we had kind of figured, hopefully, had figured a few things out. But that's kind of been the mo of this team. We've we've been consistent, inconsistent a little bit from game to game. Um, but we got to give Yuri help as far as. You know, he can't be the only player on our team that's creating for other people. Um, you know, everybody's got to help each other score. So, you know, all things we can learn from. Yeah, I mean, he's so good at at guard running things that if you take him away or at least you limit what he can do, it can change a game. I, I always try to look at your opponents and think, what is their best opportunity to stop SLU and to, aside from Yuri, which is the obvious, is you cannot, under any circumstance, let Kip Gibson Jimerson get hot. If he does, the game can turn in a heartbeat. And yesterday they did a pretty good job of that, didn't they, Travis? They did. I mean, we know every team's going to do that, yeah. absolutely. I mean, you'd be foolish if you're the other coach not to do that. No different than what you were trying to do to their team. Uh, we knew they had certain scores, but their guys did a great job of screening for their shooters and uh, we kind of lost attention to detail a little bit to scouting report and didn't guard a couple screens correctly. Um, but yeah, you know, uh, we know, we absolutely know going into every game that people are going to try to slow Yuri down and try to stop Gibson Jimerson. And, um, you know, we usually kind of have a plan for that and other things that we can do to help them get open, but other options, but we just broke our offense down yesterday so fast. And I've seen it. It's gosh, human nature that the other teams going down and they're making so many threes early and you kind of dig a little bit of a hole early and you try to get it all back. And we're trying to get our guys to tell you, there's a lot of game left. We can still run our off. We can still make five, six, seven passes, but it's human nature. I think for these, for some of the kids sometimes to try to get it back very, very quickly. With all that said, even with them at one point, you know, there's like, uh, 12 minutes going the game, I think. 
uh, we have the ball down 11 and, you know, uh, with, and at that point, I think they'd made 12 threes. We were always within striking distance. We couldn't just get it down to six or seven or five just because every time we'd make a run, they'd make a three or back-to-back three. So, yeah. you know, give them credit. Even if we had played well, uh, it would have been tough to probably win. It's just we didn't play very well, and they played about as well as I've seen them play in a long time. Yeah, they were good. I mean, the, again, you can turn the page on this, but also, like you said, watching the film and making sure that you learn from what that is. Travis Ford's as good as anybody at that, and SLU has a game. Like you said, there's no time to to wait around. You go right back at it. Uh, you've got St. Joseph's in the house on Tuesday. you got games seemingly every other day, and if you look at the schedule, it's pretty much what it is. Friday at Richmond. Uh, you'll go on the road again, a game that will be nationally televised. We'll have the game on KMOX on Tuesday against St. Joseph's, and the Atlantic 10's a fight, isn't it, Travis? I mean, everybody knows that the inside knowledge is you better put yourself in a mindset to win this conference tournament if you want to be dancing. Well, it's interesting. You know, over the last uh, week or so, I think our league is starting to get the respect that it deserves as far as how strong the upper half is. We weren't getting it because we didn't have a great non-conference. The whole league didn't have a great non-conference. Uh, so it was justified that we were kind of forgot about. But in our league right now, it's starting to people are starting to understand, you know, the upper half, top, there's six, six to seven teams in this league that can, at this point, late in the year, uh, can play with anybody. Uh, and, and you can go down the list, whether it be Dayton or whether it be VCU, Davidson, uh, you know, St. Bonaventure, obviously. Rhode Island is very good. St. Joe's, who we play here Tuesday night, has won some big games. One of the more prolific offensive teams in the country, St. Joe's is, especially from the three-point line. Um, Richmond is really good in our league. So, But I think that people are starting to notice now just how competitive our league and what some really good teams are. I agree. I, I, it is a very, especially that top half, very, very yeah. strong league. That George Mason, uh, you know, Kim English is going to have to get that thing rolling. It's it's interesting. I, I think that, um, you know, right now fans recognize the moment. I certainly hope that they do, and I hope you have a rocking house on Tuesday because this slew fan base still is very excited about this team. You still have a lot ahead of you. Yeah, no, we're, you know, we're sitting here with 18 wins. I think 18 and nine. Uh, you know, we're still one of the better top teams in our league as far as the net is concerned. Um, you know, you know where we stand within the league, I think we're around fourth or so, tied for fourth somewhere in there. But in our league, it's hard to grasp that because it's such an unbalanced schedule, and, they're not even, and we're not even going to have everybody play every game. So I don't know how they're going to come up with where you finish. So I'm not even worried about that at this point in time. We just need to figure out how to win the next game. Uh, and, you know, we still got a really, really good net. Uh, you know, we, we've had a good year. We've let some fall. We haven't been perfect by no stretch of the imagination. But uh, I've been proud of this team. It's fight. Uh, you know, we've been through a little bit and, 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 and still figured out how to win a bunch of games. But this St. Joe's team, you want to come see it, watch an exciting game, come Tuesday night. <laughs> this team is one of the more prolific three-point shooting teams in the country play an NBA style offense. Their coach comes from the NBA. Uh, they, uh, they can really, really score the basketball uh, from every position.
They lost to Dayton yesterday, 74-62. SLU dropped one at Davidson. Those two are going to hook up on Tuesday night. Just one of the great atmospheres in college hoops. It's the city's basketball team and the city's basketball arena, Chaffetz Arena. I love coming to games. Can't wait for the next one. SLU and St. Joseph's, Coach, thanks so much for joining us. Thanks, Tom. Appreciate you having me on. Appreciate you. There's Travis Ford with us, head coach of the Billikens. We'll take a quick timeout, and when we come back, Chris Blair talking Daytona 500. It gets going today at 1.30, and in less than four months, coming up on three months away, it's the NASCAR race at Worldwide Technology Raceway, June 5th. Chris Blair, next on KMOX. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball and baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does, (laughs) nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. It's a high fly ball. Welcome back to the Meyer Jensen Sports on a Sunday morning. And it's a gutter. Big fly, Nolan Arenado. Meyer Jensen, a personal injury law firm, because sometimes the gloves have to come off. MeyerJensen.com. And the Billikens win this one. Touchdown, Kansas City. On America's Sports Voice, KMOX. We'll talk some baseball at the top of the hour with Katie Wu of The Athletic. Good to visit with Travis Ford right there. We discussed some hockey, and it is now time to talk racing. Chris Blair, Worldwide Technology Raceway, the general manager there, and it is Daytona 500 Day. Chris, how you doing? Hey, I'm doing great. And, you know, for us, this you know, it kind of sends the message that it is officially – the 2022 racing season, and it's officially the season that we have our first cup race. So it, I'm pretty excited. It's real. It is real. I, I still <laughs> pinch myself because I've been thinking about it for years, and I heard it for years. They'll never get a cup race. Well, that's great. I love that you guys have a track. You're not going to get a cup race. No, no, not that, that. They'll never come to St. Louis. Oh, no, they're not only coming to St. Louis. I think they're here to stay, and I think they're here to pay attention to St. Louis as one of the great sports cities in America. That's what I think. That's one of the things. When we were out, uh, Curtis and Francois, the track owner, and I were out in Los Angeles just a couple weeks ago for the Clash at the Coliseum, and the enthusiasm from folks within the industry that I've known for many, many years who are coming up that are excited about our race, and and arguably uh, that weekend was one of the biggest moments in NASCAR history to have that Coliseum show and to have so many people that would, you know, come up to us and say, okay, you're next, or what are you going to do to top this? And, you know, we left there pumped up because we're really excited about, uh, you know, everything that's going on with NASCAR now. It's the, it's a whole new day. It's a, you know, the new generation of race car, the, you know, look at a lot of these new drivers that are coming in, new markets for the sport. There's just so many good things happening and it just feels really good to be part of that. I'm sure it does. What did you think overall of the Coliseum experience? Well, you know, for me, it was great because years ago, I used to work for the company that produced Supercross. And back in uh, 1997, we uh, actually moved the Supercross to the L.A. Coliseum. So I actually had worked in motorsports events there before. But to see it transformed like that 
it just completely blew me away. And it was done so well. Every little detail, just the way the house was dressed, the way it looked, it was first class. And you know, it really has me excited because now that they've proved they can do this, this could open up markets around the world. Uh, you know, for these type of events, I, you know, I was told a couple of the guys, I think you probably in a few years, you're probably going to see them at Wembley Stadium or something like that, somewhere you never would have imagined. Uh, but, it, you know, it, it just opens the doors for more possibility. And to see how excited the Hollywood scene was about the race with the people that were there, uh, it was it was pretty exciting. Daytona 500 is today, Daytona Beach, Florida, and Kyle Larson has the poll for that. Probably the best driver in the world right now. It, it went yeah. off all things considered, and I feel like he's everybody's driver right now because of his history driving on dirt tracks, driving on local tracks, and making it to the top. Yeah, and Kyle is just such a good guy. I mean, he uh, I've, I've been fortunate to be able to watch him for so many years, but you know, for the fans here in this area, they've had the opportunity to watch him race to the World of Outlaws at Peasley, or they uh, watched him race a midget out at uh, – Tri-City Speedway or Little Belleville. I mean, he's been all over the place around here. He's been racing dirt late models in this area. Uh, and, and Kyle is one of those guys. He's he, you know once-in-a-lifetime type driver that he can hop in a car and immediately adjust to it and, and go win some races. So you know that's that's great to see, and we've you know he's been very supportive of what we're doing. Uh, he's you know been helping us from the very beginning. We've got a lot of uh, mutual friends that are in the mix. So you know he's he's really excited about coming back here. Uh, as far as I know, he's never raced at our racetrack because he kind of he he advanced and jumped over a whole lot of the programs uh, and would have been coming through at the time the track was closed. But uh, yeah, he's he's come along. So to see him do well, you know, Christopher Bell, who's another one of our guys. Uh, who's raced here, raced in this area. He's looking great. And, you know, I've got to give a shout-out to my buddy Alex Bowman. You know, Alex, uh, he's now has been on the front row at Daytona five consecutive years for the 500, which, uh, you know, a lot, just being on the pole five or being on the front row five times is a record, but to do it five times consecutively is unheard of. So uh, hoping that uh, the 48 car can do something today too. Yeah, the 48 car on the front row with Kyle Larson, the five. The Daytona 500 gets going here this afternoon at 1.30. A lot going before that. It is such an experience, the great American race. For a long time, I wondered why NASCAR put their best race first, but I get it. I understand. It, it, it fires up the industry, doesn't it? It sure does. And, the, you know, the great thing with NASCAR now is they have uh, – uh, they're going to some really cool markets, and they have some really good events. You know, they wrap up in Phoenix, and if anybody who watched last year's Phoenix race, it was absolutely spectacular as it came down to the last pit stop for Kyle Larson and his crew. I mean, they won a championship by inches by their ability to get off pit road uh, ahead of Denny Hamlin and uh, Joey Logano. So to see, you know, what they've done, and that brought so much excitement to that race and everything you felt around Phoenix for that show, but, you know, you get that feeling everywhere you go, and there's such a, a atmosphere and there's so much excitement about what's going on with NASCAR. And I think when you know, anytime they go to a new market for the first time, there's always a huge buzz, and uh, they're really excited about coming here. So that's, that's our thing. We're going to make sure we ride this uh, momentum uh, with all the great things they have going on this year, whether it's the dirt race at Bristol or the Coca-Cola 600 or – you know, just there's so many great events that you can be uh, watching as it leads up to our show, and uh, there's going to be some uh, electricity in the air for sure when it comes to June 5th. Yeah, and we have a lot of great race fans in the area, so you might wonder on a beautiful day like this, where do I get out, get to a place, and watch the race? Where could I do that? Well, Worldwide Technology Raceway, as I understand it, 
has some partnerships out there, Chris. I was following you on social media and the track. I believe that you have a few watch parties out there today. Oh, yeah, we've got some great things going on. Uh, Ballpark Village is probably going to be the biggest one. Uh, the folks over there are just fantastic to work with, and they're uh, having a great party. They've been promoting it very aggressively. They're, they're really good partners working with them and the folks from uh, the Bush brand team. Uh, so that we're excited about that one. You know, the Hooters uh, locations around town, they're actually doing some things with the special commemorative pitchers for each race. So each race leading up to ours is a viewing party. Uh, you know, we have street teams that are out doing all kinds of uh, promotions, too. So uh, it's one of those. I mean, uh, there's some great locations. And if you go to www.raceway.com or follow us on social at www.raceway, uh, you can get some more info about all those locations where we have these things going on and doing different prize packages at each location, too. You can even win tickets at the Ballpark Village location. That's pretty exciting. So in our last few minutes, uh, last mm-hmm. yesterday I was calling a college basketball game down in Evansville, and I said to my analyst, Marcus Wilson, you know in two weeks we're going to be we're going to know who's playing for the final of Arch Madness. I mean, we're that close to college basketball going. But also in two weeks, you're going to be three months out <laughs> from your NASCAR race. <laughs> Don't remind me. Just, yeah, I know. <laughs> so give me, uh, give me what you're most excited about developing. I'm not asking you to break any news here, but – yeah. In your in your this last moment here on the show, um, what can fans? First of all, how can they get tickets? Because I understand they're going fast. But what are you most yeah. maybe one or two things you're most excited about kind of putting together here? Well, you can get tickets at wwtraceway.com or through MetroTix. Uh, that's the that's the easy part, and uh, still some good seats left. But they're going fast on the premium level seats. But, you know, what I'm excited about is this is our opportunity to showcase St. Louis, showcase the Metro East, and we're going to pull out all the stops, whether it's the the pre-show, which is always my favorite of making it a spectacle to to really launch off the day's activities, uh, to just the overall atmosphere of all the things we're doing at the racetrack, to just I- increase our wow factor so that when fans walk in, they're going to be excited to be there. So that's a lot of the things that we're focused on now for the next three months, or it's actually 104 days, I believe is what it is now, uh, that we're working on to get ready. I mean, we want to show, we want to blow everybody away, and we want them to leave here saying we're going to keep coming back to St. Louis. And this is for the fans who are we've, – we've sold tickets now to 47 states and multiple countries. We want to keep those fans coming back every year here and supporting our region. I'm excited about it. I've mentioned this before that I entered into a partnership with you at the track and, and have done some work with the track on getting prepared for this moment. We've been able to travel a little bit together and see a few things on the outside and how they do it, and that'll be a process as well to grow and learn. But I got a feeling this thing's going to come out uh, with a huge debut, the NASCAR Cup Series at Worldwide Technology Raceway and I'm pretty fired up about it. It's June 5th. But there's going to be a lot leading up to it. Today, I think this is when the buzz really starts because after they see the Daytona 500, the realization comes in that we are going to get one of those right here in St. Louis this year, and hopefully we have spectacular weather that day like we're going to have today here in St. Louis. Chris, we appreciate it very much. Have a great day. Enjoy watching Daytona. All right. Thank you, Tom. There is the general manager of Worldwide Technology Raceway, Chris Blair, with us on KMOX. When we come back in just nine minutes, you're going to be joined by Katie Wu, the Cardinals writer for The Athletic. We will talk some baseball, or lack thereof, and when this thing's going to start. Katie is next on KMOX from the Stiefel Sports Studio. 
Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.